Welcome to our podcast series, Five Questions, Five Answers, in which we explore recent U.S. trade policies and U.S. trade rules that can affect thousands of companies. We have a goal in mind to help you, the listener, translate the legal into real-world business strategies. My name is Bridget Matisson. I'm the Director of North American Manufacturing here at Aaron Fox Schiff in Washington, D.C. I get the easy part. I get to ask the questions and I get to choose the colleague or the guest I know will have the right answers for you. So in the next few minutes, I will ask five questions that reflect the concerns we've been hearing from business leaders, all who want to understand the rules, but they also need to mitigate their business risk while increasing their bottom line. So let's start. U.S. trade tensions with China have certainly been in the news over the recent years. Um, In terms of trade policy, trade enforcement, tariffs, that has certainly been headline news for many people who are listening to this podcast. Many will recall that during the last administration, the White House imposed double-digit tariffs on practically everything from China. These tariffs are known as U.S. Special 301 tariffs, and 301 comes from the section of the statute in U.S. law. Those tariffs continue today. So because of what has been developing in Washington on that front, and as we start the new year, I've asked Leah Scarpelli, my colleague and now a partner in our firm's international trade and investment practice to join us today. She's been on the front lines of US 301 tariff for quite some time since its inception probably. And she has provided her insight and advice to many corporate executives. She's not new to our podcast series and we asked her to return to the microphone this morning to give us the very latest developments from Washington on these US 301 tariffs. Leah, welcome back. Thanks, Bridget. I'm happy to be here again. Um, Leah, let's get uh, down to the chase. Where did we end up on these tariffs in 2023? So in the last month of 2023, we were waiting for two big decisions from the U.S. Trade Representative, or the USTR, as it relates to these tariffs. First, we had the status of certain existing exclusions. So there are very few exclusions from the Section 301 tariff still available. The existing exclusions are for medical products related to the COVID-19 pandemic and for previously excluded products that had exclusions reinstated in 2022. Both of those categories of exclusions were set to expire on December 31st, 2023. But just in the nick of time, on December 29th, the USTR extended the 77 COVID exclusions and the 352 reinstated exclusions for five months until May 31st, 2024. The USTR also opened a docket for parties to submit comments on whether they should be extended further. Separately, we were also waiting on the outcome of the legally mandated four-year review that I talked about in our last podcast, which was initiated back in May 2022 and was expected to conclude by the end of last year. Unfortunately, 18 months seemingly wasn't enough time for the USTR to complete that review, and we did not and still have not received any update related to the USTR's four-year review as of this date. 
all contributing to what we call the tangle of U.S. trade rules and uncertainty in the regulatory environment today. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I understand that there um, has to be a four-year review, four review, pardon me, I'm assuming that's a congressional mandate, but USTR, what are they reviewing? And well, any idea of when that review will be completed? Yeah, so you're right. The four-year review is statutorily mandated. The law requires the USTR to review the implementation of the Section 301 tariffs in their entirety after four years. So the USTR is specifically looking at the effectiveness of the tariffs and achieving the objectives of the original investigation, uh, which way back in 2017 and 2018 related to Chinese intellectual property violations. The USTR is also looking at the impact of the tariffs on the U.S. economy and on consumers. Importantly, the USTR also considers whether certain tariff headings should be added or removed from the USTR's list of products subject to the additional tariffs. So the existing exclusions um, that I talked about earlier cover only a fraction of the tens of thousands of products subject to these tariffs. So the four-year review was viewed as an important opportunity to request changes to the USTR's product lists. For non-medical products, this was the first such opportunity since the original exclusion request process, which occurred back in 2018 and 19 when the tariffs first took effect. Let me just ask you a follow-up on what you just said at the very end, um, where uh, USTR will look for an opportunity and request changes to the existing product list subject to 301. That could mean an extension of, of the product list, but also, right, uh, uh, new products that would be added and uh, uh, possibly uh, new or change tariff rates. That's right. Really, um, the four-year review is an opportunity for the USTR to make changes to the tariffs as they currently exist. So we don't exactly know what that means, but the USTR has mandate under law to adjust the products on the lists, um, as well as the rates or the timeline for those tariffs going forward. So only time will tell exactly how far they'll take that mandate. Right, right. And 2024 is an important election year. So who knows um, where we see ourselves at the end of the year. Um, uh, so last month, I guess it was December 2023, um, the USTR issued a really important Federal Register notice. Uh, can you tell us about that notice and what you think is going to happen in 2024, Leah? Yes, uh, barely last month. So as I mentioned, the USTR published a notice on December 29th that extended the 77 COVID exclusions and the 352 reinstated exclusions until the end of May. In that same notice, the USTR also announced a new comment process to consider whether the existing exclusions should be extended beyond the five-month deadline. So the USTR is specifically asking parties to submit comments by February 21st of 2024, addressing whether the exclusions should be extended, the availability of products from sources outside of China, and the efforts taken to find alternate sources. The USTR also asked parties to comment on why additional time is needed to shift sourcing out of China, and on what timeline, if any, sourcing is expected to be fully shifted. 
USTR's review is limited only to these particular exclusions, which again cover only a really small subset of products subject to the additional Section 301 tariffs. And there's no exact deadline for the USTR's determination on further extension of these exclusions, but we do expect it will be before they expire on May 31st, 2024. So we're possibly looking at the um, extension of U.S. 301 tariffs um, on a very wide range of products through 2024. Is that a is that a fair assumption? Not exactly. So these these this comment process is just for the small subset of products that are covered by an existing exclusion. So that's only the COVID-19 exclusions and the reinstated exclusions. Any larger um, removal of products from the USTR's list or changes to those lists will occur pursuant to the four-year review, which is a separate process. So back to the four-year review and uh, those exclusions, uh, what is the link between the two of them? It becomes very nuanced very quickly, doesn't it? Yes, that's a great question. It's causing a lot of confusion. So the four-year review is separate from the existing exclusions and upcoming comment period. Unlike the existing exclusions, there's no hard deadline for the USTR to complete the four-year review. The USTR has only previously stated that the length of time required for the review will depend on a number of factors, including the number and scope of comments received. That being said, the USTR has seemed to link the four-year review and the existing exclusions in certain contexts. In the first notice extending the existing exclusions and in its most recent December 29th notice, the USTR notes that the extension is necessary to allow for consideration under the four-year review. So this language implies that the USTR may continue extending the existing exclusions until the four-year review is complete. However, we, of course, don't know what the USTR will do and encourage parties with an existing exclusion to submit comments to the USTR now rather than wait for the four-year review. If no comments are received in support of continuing an existing exclusion, the USTR may terminate that exclusion in May 2024, and there's no guarantee the four-year review will be complete by that time. And that answer is exactly why I wanted Leah um, to come on to our podcast and why um, we've uh, decided on this day or this date to record the podcast. That is a very important um, answer to the question. And I, I, I know that listeners will take note. So Leah, apart from the excluded products uh, that you just mentioned, uh, will 2024 extend 301 tariffs? So only time will tell. The USTR's four-year review has already taken much, much longer than we anticipated. And the failure of the USTR to issue a decision last year only increases the likelihood that we won't see any major changes regarding the Section 301 tariffs until after the election, unfortunately. Um, In the meantime, the U.S. House Select Committee released a report outlining a policy framework to reset the United States economic relationship with China, including by reducing reliance on certain Chinese industries and products. So it seems that the U.S.-China trade relations will continue to be a contentious issue this election year. As always, we will be monitoring uh, U.S.-China trade issues closely and we'll provide updates as soon as we have them, um, including in our upcoming 2024 issues preview, which I know you've been working hard on, Bridget. 
<laughs> yes, and uh, um, the last draft is uh, before us, and we hope to get it out in the next few days. Thanks for that plug, Leah. <laughs> um, so I guess uh, the obvious question for many is if the 301 tariffs are likely to continue, we have an election year. Who knows what ha- what who and what will uh, be in Washington in 2025? Beijing also is watching these developments, I'm assuming, very closely. So my last question to you, it may be unfair, but do you think there will be retaliation from Beijing? It's impossible to say for sure, but I don't think so. Um, And the reason why is because the U.S. tariffs announcement um, late last year is at its core just a continuation of the status quo. So the 429 existing product exclusions are going to remain in place for at least five months, and the USTR hasn't yet made any changes to the product list as a result of the four-year review. Um, In general, China has responded to U.S. trade actions in kind. So if the tariffs are ultimately revoked pursuant to the four-year review, we would expect to see a revocation of certain retaliatory tariffs in China. Um, On the inverse, if a new wave of tariffs uh, takes effect pursuant to that four-year review, we would likely see further Chinese retaliation on U.S. exports. 2024, a very, very busy year for Leah Scarpelli. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I need to Bridget, end it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, just one uh, minor thing. Uh, if listeners didn't catch it, I introduced Leah Scarpelli at the top of this podcast as our partner. She uh, made partner a few weeks ago at our firm. It is a demonstration of the, of the admiration and, um, uh, re- uh, respect that her senior partners have on Leah. And so let me very publicly congratulate her. Thank you, Bridget. It's a pleasure to work with you and I'm glad I'll be able to continue doing so. All right. So for our listeners, stay tuned. Um, the 2024 hot button trade issue Leah uh, mentioned uh, will be published in the next few days. Uh, uh, the website is uh, the electric mobility practice at Aaron Fox Schiff. And um, we hope that this podcast has helped you to understand what the latest is on these very punitive tariffs and the latest from Washington. Uh, 2024 will be in a hectic year on the trade front. And let's all understand that throughout the year, campaign speeches will offer wide ranging promises. That is always the case. And U.S. trade policy will not be immune to this political theater. We'd like to thank you to our listeners and from all of us at Aaron Fox Schiff, we wish you a safe and prosperous new year. Leah, I will have on the podcast and on our site um, your contact information, but it is Leah Scarpelli at AFSLaw.com. Thank you. Thanks, Bridget.